Just sitting here chatting about movies. <laughs> Actors. We're about movies, man. Actors. Well, I, people that we know. I told you that I, you know, I, I haven't seen Maverick yet. Yeah. But I watched the scene on YouTube with, with Cruz and Val Kilmer. Looks so pretty we good. Were, yeah, it does. So we were talking about Kilmer and we were talking about Tombstone, oh, which man. is one of our, both of our favorite oh. movies. And all the guys that were in it. You know, Sam Elliott just won a SAG award whoa. for the Yellowstone series. He should. <laughs> he is should there win everything. That Sam Elliott's ever been in that sucked. Well, you know and I mean? is he not the quintessential cowboy? I mean, the big furry mustache. How tall is he? Nine foot tall. The hat. I think he's actually kind of a short dude. But I know, but not on screen. He, on screen, he's <laughs> twenty. He's bigger than Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know the way they make him look, and the way the way he sounds, he's got that you know way down Yeah, it's. Dude, do you have to cuss so darn much? He really is awesome. So anyway, we're just talking about that. It has nothing to do with the news, but we're talking about that. And and I think we can relate that to the news. The the Jesus Revolution movie is just killing it at the box. They had another report on Fox News a minute ago. I saw that. Raking it in, man. I was reading about that last night. Look, people are hungry for a revival. They really I believe they are. Let's bring it on. Because things are, and, and the fact that it's young people that this movement is predominantly made of yeah. is is hopeful. And the movie's kicking ass. Well, it's, you know what? It's really filling up a lot of theaters. I'm going to get political. Imagine that. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm shocked. I know this will be a new thing, but I'm going to get political. The Democrats, okay, some Republicans, but the Democrats, by and large, and the left in this country, they're making people miserable. Yeah, they are. They are making people miss when you th- they are. when you think yeah. about what they're doing. And and the reason they play in the turf of of um, uh, identity politics is because Americans don't want what they're selling. No. They don't want their policies, so they got to go with identity. And they're just flat making people miserable. So this movie comes along and open yeah. uh, you know offers us hope in the terms of Jesus Christ and people go, "Yes, please. Thank you." It's hope. Yes. And people look People need hope like they need food and water. They've got to have it like you, air. You have to have it. You breathe it in. You know, uh, and I've been in a couple, you and I both have been in a couple of hopeless places, and it's <laughs> it's it's a horrible place it's to rough, be. It's rough, baby, it's rough. And I think in on mass, I think when people are sick of, not only that the Democrats are making life in America freaking miserable, not only are they putting us in big-time jeopardy yep. with a lot of their international decisions, Okay, uh, they also go on TV and tell us that, no, things are great. Yeah. There's nothing worse than when well, things suck <laughs> for the person who is causing your life to suck to look you in the eye and say, things are great. What are you complaining about? Well, and also, <laughs> that's true. And also, they tell white guys how much you suck. Well, you suck. So you're every so day, guilty. that's right. Every day, there's something in the news that says, if you're a white male in America, boy, you're a horrible person. You're so terrible. Yeah. And you, you get a certain diet. Of this man, you get fed up with it. They are literally the the Democrat left in this country are literally making America miserable. Literally, well, they are. And, and what are you seeing also along with this? And you got to pay attention. It's real subtle. But we have the guy Mike that calls us up, the truck driver, uh-huh. on a regular basis. Uh-huh. He, in, in all full disclosure, we suspect he's a black guy. No, no, he says that. <laughs> no, I I'm don't. A black and, guy. He, and he calls up, and he's like, "I don't want the kids being taught." Nope. That they're victims right. and that the white man is to blame and right. the white man is to blame for all their problems. You and I have both talked to a fair amount of people from that community who are like, I don't want my kids learning this stuff. Absolutely. And you're you're seeing more Hispanics who are who are peeling off from a lot of the because of a lot of the abortion stuff. 
um, a lot of the groups that they claim they're fighting for are also waking up going, I'm, this sucks, I don't want this. Well, and you know, that, that's that's why we're at a moment in time that the Jesus films do well, but yeah. we're also at a moment in time for a leader like a Reagan or a Trump, okay? I put them in the same class because what they offered America was hope. Like, hey, you know what? I really like you. You know, it was it was like daddy instead of daddy coming home drunk slapping snot out of you, right? Daddy, which is what the Democrats do, right? right? Gonna kick your ass some more today. Yes, every day, daddy's going to come home. He's going to kick you right in the hoo-hahs. This guy, Trump and Reagan, said, "You know what? I'm your daddy, and I kind of like you. You know, I like you. You're a little screwed up great. every now and then, but I kind of like you. And I'm on your I'm on your side, baby. We're great, and we're going to be great again. That's right. And so that's that's what we need more of in this country. And that really is the role of a president. It's not to interfere in your life. It's not to destroy what you're doing or trying to do with your life. That's not a president's role. president is supposed to be your cheerleader. The president should be the number one cheerleader. Yes. Of this country. Right. And, the people, and Trump was that. Reagan was that. Yes. Look, Trump's still 20 points ahead amongst GOPers. The, the lead story I had for you yeah, this morning. The lead uh, story. Ahead of DeSantis and the rest of them. And they're all great candidates. That's the story I had to kick off with you, was that he is still showing this is morning consult out this morning, 18 points ahead. 18, 18 that's points ahead. That's a lot this far out. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. People want him back because life sucks, yeah. and they're watching their country be being destroyed. Right again, if and we be going on. If you're white, you're the enemy right now. Big if time. you're white and conservative and Christian, yep. you're the you're the villain according to these people. Well, if you like gasoline, you're a horrible person. <laughs> you're horrible and greedy. If you have a stove, a gas stove in your home, or a gas water heater in your home, oh, you're destroying the planet. If you don't want millions of people coming into this country illegally and kids dying of fentanyl all, all, every day, if you're critical of that, you're a MAGA hat wearing racist. That's what they call you. Yeah. That's exactly what it, you're. You're an ultra MAGA. Well, yeah, I, okay, know. I'm an ultra MAGA then or whatever, whatever. I don't care what you call me, how you want to label me. You know what I believe? I believe everybody deserves a chance. Not everybody deserves equal outcome. Everybody deserves a chance in this country. And we just need to leave each other to hell alone. And I want my government to leave me alone. And, and, uh, just leave know, me alone. And people just want to go back to their lives. Yeah, leave me alone. And earning their, you know, going to their jobs and paying their bills. I want to be able to afford eggs. I want to be able to afford eggs. I want to be able to heat my home without, you know, uh, having to rob a bank to do so. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They're sick of the crime in the streets. Yeah. Which is, you know, they're sick of seeing people being, you know, let out of jail the afternoon after they beat <sighs> the crap out of somebody. Insane. You know, people are done. Guy man. walks up to a homeless guy, pops oh, him in the head. God, we were watching him, that last night. Caps him in, in the head. What, where and the homeless that? guy's sitting there, man. Was it, it was California somewhere, I think, or I can't I, remember where. I can't remember where it was. But it, my wife and I were watching this yeah. video. Yeah. There's a guy who so, had a, a young kid. He's like 23. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Had an argument with a homeless guy. Outside of a convenience store. He comes out. Homeless guy is sitting on the curb. The right. dude is behind him. Uh-huh. Somebody's filming him. Oh, yeah. As he takes out his gun. Loads it. Loads it. And then pow. Points it directly at the back of this guy's head. The guy, first off. Blows his brains and out. And blows his brains out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, the person filming didn't at any point say, no. hey, there's a guy with a gun behind your head. I know it. See, that's God. who we are in this country that's right who we now. Are. That's who we are. And then we have the other video. I talked about this a little bit yesterday. We didn't talk about it together. But in New York, a woman who's a, a checker, a cashier at a store, this woman comes in. She cuts the line. 
She's bringing in these bottles to exchange for money, right? Deposit to get some money back. So she's got her ticket in her hand. She wants her money. She cuts the line to get her $15. The cashier says, ma'am, you just cut the line. Can you wait your turn? I'm coming back with my daughters, and I'm going to kill you. Sure enough, sure enough, she comes back with her crew. They stand outside the store. At the appointed time, they all come in. There's five of them, and they beat the tar out of the checker. She didn't do anything. She's totally innocent. Because she cut in line, and the cashier said something about it. Ma'am, you need to wait your turn. I've I've noticed, because I've seen people just recently cut in line. And I've noticed they don't say anything anymore. They just do it. Nobody says anything anymore. They just kind of roll well, their eyes and who, let it happen. Who says anything to anybody? Because that's going to happen. I did that. You know, I did that for a lot of years. Uh, yeah, working in those stores. I you too. couldn't pay me to do And I had a couple of people give me crap. Yeah. But you never worried about somebody capping you. There's a, uh, a Valero. It used to be a diamond shamrock. It's right across from where the horse stables were at Brackenridge Park. Right. Still there. The right, store's right, still there. Right. I worked there weekends when I was a kid because I was working on the radio. Right. And they actually built a bulletproof glass enclosure for us that right, we had right. to, we had to sit inside of there like a bank teller where they slip the money right. underneath the deal that's what we had to do and we weren't allowed to leave it so i could come in they grab a case of beer it used to happen every night and run out and we couldn't chase after well them. most cashiers don't have most stores don't have that these days no no uh-huh. uh and and Again, you you couldn't pay me to do that for a living now, and I did it for years because now if you say anything to somebody who's causing problems, they go off on you. They're gonna kill you. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna beat you up in the yeah. parking lot or in the yeah. store. Yeah, you just you don't know what the reaction's gonna be. That's why a lot of these managers are tell, in retail are saying don't confront anybody. So with all that we just mentioned. It's no wonder that the Jesus movie's doing as well as it's well, doing. Well, yeah, I people mean, are people looking hungry for it. For it. People and are maybe for that's it. the point. That's it right there. <laughs> All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. Bridgehead IT. If you own a medium or large size business, Bridgehead IT can help maximize your company's efficiency without compromising the quality. I recommend that you call Wes Bunch and his team at Bridgehead IT because they offer highly flexible month to month agreements, no long term contracts. All the way from process automation and business intelligence reporting to IT cost control and cybersecurity, they do it all. Bridgehead IT, the real experts and the best in their field. You get the 24-7 IT support that you need and deserve when you need it. And they understand business strategy. They match your business goals with what you need to advance. Even in a hiring freeze like right now, you can boost productivity and efficiency with time-saving tools and business automation to ease the strain on existing employees with Bridgehead IT at 210-477-7999. Very warm again today, about 90 for the high. Warm tomorrow, but tomorrow afternoon the wind is going to pick up and we'll have a chance for storms in the area tomorrow afternoon. High of 83. Sunny and 77 on Friday. Right now it's 71 at KTSA. Good morning as you get into your commute. 21, I'm Trey Ware. He's Sean Rima. We're Ware and Rima, KTSA. All right, another conversation we had off the air that we're going to do on the air now. I, I, you know, this debt forgiveness thing, the Supreme Court is looking at a couple of cases that are challenging giving free money to kids with college debt. Yep. Okay. The one part of it that really gets me is they want to give 10000 additional dollars to some kid who got a Pell Grant. It's a grant. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay Pell Grants back. Why do they need... Anyway... So you got all the, the liberal idiots out front. The uh, head of one of the teachers' union was out there losing her ass and saying this is horrible. 
that uh, that uh, uh, th- th- this is even in question because these poor kids they come out of college and they can't afford anything. Blah blah blah. The usual tripe that we hear. Right. But she got really emotional, you know. And she's screaming, yelling. Yeah. Uh, and I heard you, uh, you know, you were talking about uh, debt thing. Uh, you know, when you take on a debt, it's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And we can, and I, as usual, Wyatt, I, I present the opposite side of that coin in mm-hmm. that I had to learn the hard way because I didn't have a, anybody teaching me this stuff when I was a kid. Yeah. Or young. Um, I was telling you that, you know, my daughter uh, will graduate with a BA uh, in May. That's fantastic. Uh, and Way to go, I, Avery. And I, I, a lot of the college stuff now pisses me off just as much as anybody else yep. as far as what's going on the campuses. Yep. Uh, but I am very proud. Yeah, She's the first member of my family, my dad, my brothers, nieces and nephews who will have a college degree. Uh, and you're going to go up there I'm and go up watch there her walk I'm the stage. I'm very proud. Yeah. I talked to her mom last night. The other thing I'm extremely proud of is that my daughter is going to graduate from college in May, and she will not owe a thin dime. Right on, Avery. Way to go. She, uh, you know, we all been put had been putting into the college fund for her huh? her life, and right. so she knew how much money she had. She decided which college she was going to go to right. and apply to. Yep. She picked a small college that had a strong she's theater and film so she wanted a strong theater and film department and she could afford it could afford it could Uh, afford it in the summertime she did not want to go back to live with her mom she wanted to stay with her friends so she got a job at jimmy john's and she pays her rent i remember that and she's going to graduate with you know she still has money left over so if she wants to go to grad school, she can afford it. Point being. Point being. And, and, and on top of that. And I'm going to make a point, too. On top of that, my wife and other daughter and son are looking at college options here in town. There's a lot of schools here in town that you can get a, uh, an associate's at home sure. at your own pace. Sure. They're very affordable. Yeah. So don't give me this bull crap. Right. That you to go to college, you have to take on eighty, ninety thousand dollars in you debt. You do it not. Is such a bunch of. I know people who are middle freaking aged. Yeah. Who are putting themselves through college right. while working a full time job. Yep. Well, let me let me make a point. There is here's my number one point to you because you brought up Avery. Right. There is no reason on God's green earth. Why she should have to pay the loan of somebody else, no, which is absolutely exactly not. So here is the deal, and this is what I was going off on this right. morning. The, when the news calls it debt cancellation, the news once again is lying. It's not debt cancellation. There's no such thing as debt cancellation. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. Go away, man. It doesn't get canceled. <laughs> what happens here is these little snot-nosed brats that they go out and they run up, you know, a couple hundred, three hundred thousand dollars in student loans, right? And then they go be a doctor or a lawyer, and now they want the plumbers who never went to school. Right. They want the roofers who never went to school. They want the talk show hosts who never went to school to pay their loan let me tell you what it's debt transfer that's all it is it's all it is and and what we're talking about what this is is a personal contract that you make with a lender that's it and the the government as long as that contract was done within the confines of the law which all these were the government has no purview in a personal contract and you do not want to open that pandora's box you do not want the government to come in and say you've got a personal contract with say your employer 
And the right, government right. now can come in and say what's going to be in that contract, which is exactly what this would do. That would open up that kind of door. The other thing is, if the Supreme Court says the president has the power to transfer, not cancel, transfer debt to others, can he do it with car loans? <laughs> can he do it with home mortgages? Can he do it with home improvement loans? Can I go get a home improvement loan to add on to my house and do some fancy spancy stuff to my house? And now the president can transfer that? Because let me tell you what he'll do. And it'd be him and it'll be anybody else that, that gets the, the right to do this. They'll pick and they'll pick uh, winners and losers. Well, yeah, they're they, already doing are, that. Are you a Democrat? You're going to get your loan taken care of, but you're, uh, you're a MAGA Republican. You, you pay it all. You're a white straight christian yes you ain't getting jacked yes buddy. that's right <laughs> you can that's pay for everybody right. else exactly well, right and you bring up a great point that when my kid gets out in the workforce full-time and she's paying taxes she will be paying for the uh if this were to go through that's how it works she'd be paying for the tuition of other people that's how and, and people crap people called me up and said please keep talking <laughs> about it because nobody understand i didn't understand till you were just talking about it where and i got tons of emails i didn't understand that that's how it worked i thought it just went away <laughs> I, I had, go away. I, I've had now this is a true thing. I've had a couple of people in my life over the past few years who were in their twenties, late twenties and thirties, who had gotten that far in life and believed that when a person dies their debt goes away. No, no, no. And it does. It's like no, no it goes to the kids. It yes. continues on. Or our insurance pays it off. Insurance, well, insurance, but still it doesn't whatever. go away. Oh, no, sure it doesn't. And no. and <laughs> You know, that that's the, the one of the biggest lessons in life. And you either learn it because you're raised with it or you learn it because life kicks your ass and you learn it the hard way, is that you take on a debt, you're the one who's got to pay it off. That's right. So be careful what debts you take on. I mean, we have this idea in America, Absolutely. the modern idea, is that money, in a sense, really doesn't exist, right? You you can get a credit card, and you're, you're spending money, and you think that you're fine, but you're just racking up debt. Did, Most Americans are drowning in freaking debt by their own choice. By their own choice. Did you hear two days ago they are now issuing 90-month car loans? 90-month car How many years is loans? that? Oh, whatever. Not even, you know, it's twelve months in a year. So, Jeez, that's yeah. a long damn. <laughs> and, and we're talking at two thousand dollars a month. You know, for a car loan, you're locked into ninety months. That's insanity. That is. Who thinks that is going to work? But here comes some politician, right, in the future, who says, "Well, let's see. We got tens of millions of car loans in America. I can sure buy a lot of votes if I cancel all car loan debt in America." Right? There's no cancellation. You're just moving it on to other people and making other people pay it. Well, it's so. Socialism well, it is. And the other thing to remember, okay, about the college forgiveness thing is that it, this isn't going to benefit some 19-year-old kid who's working at Arby's to, to pay their tuition and pay their dorm and all that stuff. This is going to people who already are out there earning a lot of money. Right? There's, right. A, there's, yeah, a, doctors, there's a cutoff. Yeah, absolutely. People who earn 100K and less. Yeah, get it. Okay, so it's not even really going to the people that you think it's going to. But there's the point. We got a break. But there's the point: is that a girl who's working, high school student, high school student who's working at on the grind selling coffee right now, should not have to pay the loan, no. the three hundred thousand dollar 
school loan for somebody else. It's not her responsibility, damn it. They're just pay- they're buying votes. That's, right. a, that's, that's, all that's all it is. Quarter Moon Plumbing, heat and AC for you and your family. Quarter Moon takes care of you and your family 24-7 no matter what the situation is. If you've got a leaky faucet or toilet or maybe a main line out front, you call Quarter Moon and they get to you right away. Their trucks are fully stocked. Their guys know what they're doing. they got a lot of master plumbers that work for them. So they're there to take care of whatever you need at Quarter Moon Plumbing, heat and AC. And we're headed into the hot time of year, obviously. 90 yesterday, 90 again today. I think we're done with winter, seems like. And so now is really the time for you to focus on getting a great AC unit with all the, the whistles and bells and the guys who know to inst- and know how to install them. I'm talking about factory-trained technicians and the best warranties in the business. You get it all with one phone call, and that's to Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. 24-7, 365. They're standing by to help you at Quarter Moon. 210-651-5899. Let's talk about my friend, Dr. Mark Williamson. You know, it's 738. We're in Rima on KTSA. So as you know, as you know, uh, I sleep for about four minutes a day. <laughs> and then and then I find all this tremendous sound that I can send to Jimmy at all times of the day and night. He loves it when his phone hey, don't goes. You love that, Jimmy? Ding, 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 ding. His <laughs> phone strange. goes off and it's me like at 1 o'clock in the morning on uh, a Saturday morning. Right, Rock Jimmy? On, I text him on the weekends and I say, take a day off, <laughs> please. Me, I need this for Monday. And it's like Friday at 2 uh, in yes, the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Saturday, Saturday at 6 a.m. But you, like, you are very consistent. <laughs> I get your stuff all the time. That's funny. See, let's let's rip through some of these sound cuts. All right? You want to? Yeah. Let's start with uh, numero cinco there, Jimmy. Let's, uh, you know, all the FBI and all the State Department and all the China stuff broke this week. Well, here's Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI. So, uh, as you note, Brett, uh, the FBI has for quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. We step no. back for a second. You know, the FBI has folks, agents, professionals, analysts, virologists, microbiologists, etc., who focus specifically on the dangers of biological threats, which include things like novel viruses like COVID. Okay, that's good. So what he said was, it's now a high degree of probability that it was coming out of the Wuhan. Hey, Chris, it was made in the Wuhan lab. It was released on purpose to try to bring down the West and President Trump. Yes, right. absolutely. It's, 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 I mean, I'm glad that they're this, the, the, the Energy Department, FBI, you know, mm-hmm. NIH, uh, all even Fauci's people, they're all right. kind of validating what we've been saying for two years. Well, and so Fauci's involved, put him in jail. So, yes, there you go. Orange looks good on him, by the way. <laughs> um, let's go to cut number six. This is one that caught your attention, and I had a really good time with this this morning on the 5 to 7. This is Randy Weingarten. Oh, God. Let her rip. When it's about our students, they challenge it. The corporations challenge it. The student loan lenders challenge it. That is not right. That is not fair. And that is what we are fighting as well. Yeah. Cancel student debt. Oh, yeah. I just had a couple of fillings drop out. Oh. She, uh, she's the head of the world's largest teachers union. Bust up the unions, and uh, there you go. So how exciting is that? Mm. Anyway, she's a lunatic. Totally. She's a commie. Yeah, well, she's and, a and she, has, she absolutely is. She that. has done more to destroy public education in the United States of America than anybody else. So, And how she keeps her job, I have no idea. 
Um, okay, so let's uh, then go to uh, cut number two. Joe Biden has always said, I'm not going to raise your taxes. I'm not going to raise you. And he'll whisper. You know, he does that whisper. I'm not going to raise you. I, I hate when he does that. It's so creepy. Well, here he is. <laughs> here he is yesterday. I want to make it clear. I'm going to raise some taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to raise some taxes. And, uh, really? Really? And this we was, couldn't see that coming. Just before he started to tell a story about a personal nurse of his uh, who would uh, get down real close to him and breathe on him so that uh, he, she and he could feel the personal contact together. He said this? Oh, yeah, and then blow into his nostrils. She was blowing. <laughs> and I, I'm saying. What? I've known a lot of nurses in my life, but I've never had one blow I, me like yeah. that. You know, right in the nostrils. I've never had one blow into my nostrils like that ever. That's never happened before. But maybe you know what? Maybe that'll clear his brain up. Could, could be just or what he she needs. just hears an echo and the wind comes back on her. <laughs> Mouth fills back up. Whoa! What did that come hey, from? Ain't nothing in there. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Let's. Uh, well, since we're since we're on him, let's go to cut number four. And uh, since you're a language expert, you'll probably be able to figure out what he said here. Go ahead. I'm talking about when people have a problem, uh-huh. they uh, they've got your number. Yeah, they knock on your door. Here's the part: not only you, but your spouses can't go to the grocery store, the right. gas station, and can't show up at the without what? What's the, can you fix my such and such? There you go. Without the sink of his You know, my such and such hasn't been working really well. I was going to talk to the sales department. You know anybody can fix my such and such? Exactly right. So the president probably got... Well, it reminds me, it reminds me of number three here and uh, what he actually had to say about... Uh, America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. What's the word, Joe? I was going to put him... Uh, put, excuse me. <laughs> no. No. And so... No. A single word. He couldn't get it out. And now in cut number one... Um, I, I couldn't believe it this morning, but we're going to agree with the mayor of New York City. Okay. Eric Adams. Here he is. If we are bringing our best fight in the ring, we would not have homeless in this city. We would not have a crisis of domestic violence. We would not have children because when... We took prayers out of schools. Guns came into schools. Wow. Wow, Eric Adams said that. That's amazing. When we took prayer out of schools, guns came in. Wow. Amen. And he's a Democrat, right? Amen, brother. When's the last time you heard a Democrat say those words? When we took prayer out of school, guns came in. You know, nature abhors a, a vacuum, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. So when you took prayer out, it left room for every other junky thing to come in. I, I remember I was in school, and I remember all that going on. I remember that fight. Well, it's, you know, it, it's true. I mean, the, the, we, we, you know, we grew up in an era, as screwed, screwy as it was, the 70s or what have you, where you you still did have, you know, my, my, my home life was a weird thing, but we still had a sense of right and wrong. You were Absolutely. raised with that. You were raised on how to treat people. Absolutely. And you got that at home, you got it at school, church. and you got it at church. Amen. You got it in those three places, predominantly, you know? And so whether we, however we ended up living our lives, look, you and I both know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's not a question. We know what's right, and we know what's wrong, and how you should treat people. I mean, I'm speaking for myself. doesn't mean I always live that way, 
But I was raised with that foundation. As C.S. Lewis, they don't have that now. Well, as C.S. Lewis says in Mere Christianity, everybody knows that it's called a conscience, right? But what they what you do is you go against it, and you violate it enough where you just sear your conscience, and you don't have it anymore. Well, and if the people who are your primary teachers—and I mean life teachers—again, your yeah. parents, your family, yes. your teachers, yes. your pastor, your youth yes. group leader, all that stuff. Uh, that reinforces it. If you're getting the opposite message, which is what they're getting now. True. What they're getting now is uh, you deserve to steal because your people have been oppressed. Do whatever you want. You do whatever. It's YOLO, man. Yeah. It's all about you. Get on. Uh, you know, if your job doesn't make you right. happy, it's because your boss is horrible. It's a racist. It's, it's all this me, 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 me. It's a me-centered philosophy right? or, or worldview. And that was the and point. And that will mess you up. That was the point of prayer in school yeah. is that you had that foundation. Now, now when I got into school... They start. They got away from the prayer in school, but we had a moment of silence, and they we we said the pledge. Right. We said the pledge every morning. I raised the flag. I was the flag duty guy, and then you you had uh, a moment of silence, and so you, we actually prayed. I yeah. learned how to pray in that church, Bethany United Methodist Church, right there. I learned to pray. And I took it with me wherever I went. Well, and every classroom had what? Had a picture of the sitting president and had an American flag. Amen. Amen. And you set the pledge to that flag. And and you didn't know. I I mean, I don't, growing up, maybe looking back now, but growing up, I don't remember the politics or political affiliations of any of my teachers or, for that matter, of my pastors or or clergy. And they never talked about sex. They didn't go on and on and on and on about their sex life and this sex life and let me read you a sex book and sex this and sex that. Kids are inundated in the public schools today with sex 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 and more sex but it's but it's it, it's it's a it's a myopic kind of view of sex and that it's it's your gratification is what matters well, sure. your it's sex is a very yeah you know, you know individual uh, a greedy thing in a sense sure. it's not well hey this is intimacy in a relationship no, it's not in a relationship no. they, they don't put it in the contextual of a relationship marriage is bad actually you, you, you just yeah <laughs> right that's what they believe and that's what they teach right. you just need to get yours that's right, what it's right, all about right. all right quick break more wearing rama coming up for your vehicle's best protection you want bg products they're available wherever you have your oil changed don't look for them on the shelf anywhere because they don't sell it like that the shops that uh, change your oil, you know, and all of them do it. All of them have it, you know. And uh, they've got the BG product ready to put into your vehicle. So the next time you wheel into, yeah, you, maybe you've got a guy you've been going to for 30 years, or maybe you go to one of these fast change places, whatever it is, they've got the BG product for you. Uh, the stuff that goes inside the engine is the best lubrication you are going to find. And with the engines, under the stress that they're under these days, you definitely want the added protection of the BG in there. And then the, the 44K cleans out the entire fuel system from the tank to the lines to the valves to the uh, everything, uh, you know, uh, rocker arms, everything on top of the engine. Gets all cleaned off really well when you start using that. That increases your horsepower, your performance, but it also maximizes your fuel economy as well, which is so important. So BG products every time you service your vehicle. BG, find a shop.com. Listen carefully if you're between ages 65. Brand new month, so what day is it? It's March 1st. Holy crap, I still think it's July. <laughs> I know the feeling. How did that happen, man? Have you started Christmas shopping yet? Well, it's beer day in Iceland. Huh. Iceland's a good place to have beer, I would think. I would bet. Because of all the ice. Pretty chilly beer. Um, Let's see. You'll like this, and I like this. It's National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Oh, 
baby, I'm going to have me some peanut butter when I get home. You and I both I do love, that every day. you have a PB&J every day. Well, what I do, no, not a PB&J, because I'm, I'm not doing bread a, a whole lot right, right now. But I scoop it right on out. <laughs> I'll even now stand you, it with a spoon and we, just we lick have it off a, the spoon. No, lick it off. So now, we, you are into crunch, yeah? Uh-huh. And I am into creamy. Uh-huh. So we both love peanut butter, but uh-huh. we're just a little different. I like the creamy. I like creamy peanut butter with honey in it. Well, see, my wife's the same way. She likes creamy uh, peanut butter, I, but I have to have the crunchy. I love the crunch. Right. You can't have the crunch because well, you Well, I gut. can't have it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's honey roasted crunchy from Peter Pan. It's my favorite. H E B's got it, and I go get it. I'm gonna go get me some on the way. I actually day. get the H E B brand, and they got one that's got a drip of honey in it. That's it's really a goodie. Good. Yeah, it's National Pig Day. Pig Day. <laughs> so, okay. Love on a pig. Oh. Whoa, <laughs> you know, the, easy. Find now. yourself a pig. Let's just see you get up that hill. I'm so sorry. Ned Beatty. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. It's Share a Smile Day. Okay, good. I like that idea. Well, that's all I got. That's all. That's I got. it? That's it. It's, two, it's Wednesday. It's hump day, so everybody, you know. What do you do on hump day? <laughs> what anyway. do you do on hump day? Oh, uh, can I toss something in here since we got a couple of minutes? Sure. Real briefly right here. Uh, the cop in Tennessee, former uh, officer... Uh, who uh, uh, Megan Hall, who was having sex with the entire uh, police force, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Uh, she's been fired. Five other cops were fired. Three suspended. Right. She's married. She was screwing around her husband. And he forgave her and said he's going to stick with her, right? Apparently. Yeah. But this this okay. is Tennessee. Right. And uh, so sorry. Yeah, that's no, right. I'm not. Uh, well, she's now suing uh, the police department because she says she was groomed. By the police department? The police department groomed her How to be so? a sex maniac. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> they were groomers. <laughs> How does the police department groom so you to be a sex maniac? When, when she was at the jacuzzi <laughs> party where she took off her top. Uh-huh. Really wasn't her choice to do that. She was she was groomed and, and encouraged oh, to do that. Not, you know what? Sorry, okay, sweetheart. I'm not buying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, not, I'm not buying it, man. Once an imp, always an imp. I think you're a horn dog. Yeah, yeah. I think mean, that's really what's going on Once here. Once an imp, always an imp. Yeah. Or, you know, those those people in eastern Tennessee, that's where all the swingers are. She may be in the, the swinger community. Well. That might be her thing. She might be a lifestyler. Could be. The, the swingers with a banjo soundtrack, you know, so. Uh, why, why? That's a little bit northern in, in Kentucky, though, isn't it? Don't you find more of that in kentucky than you do in tennessee well it depends on how far up the mountains you go oh okay because there's mountains it's a, it's a mountain you're, thing. well let, let me put it to you this yeah. way if you're driving through the allegheny mountains keep yeah. the doors locked and keep driving right you don't want somebody to do a ned Beatty on you yeah. i'm so sorry that's, that's true i need deliverance from this bit so why why would <laughs> I, I guess i guess it's a policy they had a policy within the police department that you don't do that right I guess, yeah, that you don't it's, it's mess sounded, around with sound, coworkers. Somebody, right, right. Somebody asked me. Which is me never a good that. idea, by they, the way. They said it doesn't sound like anything that she didn't break any laws. It just sounds like personal achievement, is what they said. <laughs> personal achievement. <laughs> I said personal achievement. What is she going to get an award? You give her a ribbon for that? Does she get a? Does she get you know uh, uh, a free dinner at Luby's <laughs> for gonna, showing off her dance card? She going to get a? She going to get a, a plaque at next month's pizza pizza lunch? Had sex with. <laughs> More Leo than anybody. So, no, I'm not buying the whole she was groomed. She's a grown-ass adult. The next department head meeting, you're going to what? But you know what I mean? She's a grown-ass adult. I'm not not, not getting the grooming thing. No, of course not. She she made a choice. 
She made several, six, apparently. She made six choices. <laughs> More Ware and Rhyme coming up, KTSA. Hey, Trey Ware here. Spring cleaning list. Well, well, we haven't done this one yet today, and I I want to make sure we go back to it. Okay. All right, we got to talk about the crime thing, going soft on crime. Yes, yes. And I'm going to roll this in to Lori Lightfoot. All right. <laughs> She's a rolling crime. She really is, man. Beetlejuice. Uh, stop dancing, for no, God's sake. No more Beetlejuice. No more uh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> look at her. She does She's look Beetlejuice. like Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, man. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Don't say it. I did. Lori Lightfoot will appear in the studio. <laughs> She's a troll. So anyway, um, she lost last night. Right. She's, of course, blaming America that, uh, you know, she's black and she's a woman. And so because she's a black woman. Are you? I missed this. No. She's saying, well, well, of course. It's, it's America's fault. She's a black woman. And she just, that's why she didn't win last night because she's a black woman. Blah, blah, blah. It's America's fault. So, of course. Of course. Of course. I mean, you, you can't. Look, you can't. In today's world, you can't take responsibility for your own actions or how badly you suck at your job. It's always somebody else's fault. No, ma'am. You suck. And you. <laughs> you're a horrible mayor. You're the suckiest mayor on the planet. <laughs> And so, she is. She really is. So, you know, you're out of a gig. Now, we'll see what happens in Chicago. The two guys that are, are running in a, in a runoff, uh, they're both pretty radical. Now, Mark is sending me messages this morning saying, no, one of them is a Mayor Daly type, and he's going to be able to get crime stopped. Well, we will see. Right. Here's the point. <clears throat> Chicago is so far gone at this point. Crime and murder is so ingrained in that society up there. One person becoming mayor is not going to change that. It's not going to change. You have to have years and decades of really hard work from an entire community to save it, if it's salvageable, and I'm right. not sure it is at this point. Uh, Chicago, I think, is a lost cause. I mean, because you got, it's not just the mayor, right? you got the city council. you got you got a, a whole bunch of other folks. Absolutely. Uh, police department, law enforcement. It's everywhere. It's ingrained know, and, uh, in the psyche up there, in the well, people. It, well, it's she, ingrained in their heads up there. Chicago's crime. been this since Al Capone, man. I mean, right. it's, <laughs> you're not well, going to, uh, she's just the most egregious Example. I mean, this is this is Rahm Emanuel territory. Yeah. I mean, this is the, you're not going to undo this by getting rid of her. It's a good start. What? Right, right. No, you have. <laughs> yeah, they, they made the, they made a right move. They it's made a the right start. move. They're yeah. headed in the right direction. Uh, here's my point, though. Cities that have gone soft on crime, every single one of them, are seeing an explosion of violent crime. We talked about the the guy who capped the homeless guy in the head yesterday on video, right? Man. Innocent civilians are being held up at gunpoint. You've got vandalism. You've got smash and grabs. You've got theft. You've got murder rates rising off the charts. You've got all this stuff going on at all these soft-on-crime cities across America. I don't care if you want to talk about Chicago or Austin or San Francisco. But San Antonio, it's coming here. I can't say it enough. Yeah. With yeah. this mayor... And this city council and this change that they want to make to the city charter to go soft on crime in San Antonio, don't think you're not going to be Austin. Don't think you're not going to be Chicago. Don't think you're not going to be San Francisco because you're going to be that. And business owners, I'll shut up in a second. Business owners, business owners, I am so passionate about you. I love business in San Antonio. This is, San Antonio is in my blood. It's in my blood. It's who you are. Yes. 
So business owners, you have to mobilize in the streets against this, against this thing that they're trying to pass that will Mm. be soft on crime, and you have to mobilize against this mayor. I know that some of you have contacts and contracts with the city. I know that some of you have, have relationships with this mayor. I know that some of you want to be on the right side of whoever's going to be in the office. I understand all of that. But this is going to be so bad for business. It's going to be so bad for the community in San Antonio to say it's okay to do these crimes. It's going to destroy what San Antonio is all about. And, Sean, now I'm coming to a close. You love San Antonio, too. Every, with every molecule in my so, body. So, yeah. so <clears throat> this is going to radically change the city that we love. And we got a chance to stop it. We have a right. chance to stop it. And That's we, why right. I'm so passionate. And we have to. And we have to. And we need your voice out there saying Because I'll tell you what. Here's how it's going to run. First off, what we're talking about are these ballot measures that are now going to be on the, the charter. Like we voted a few years ago with the fire department and all that. Okay, it's going to make uh, it legal to steal basically seven hundred forty-nine dollars worth of stuff. Or four is it four fifty four hundred fifty? No, no, seven hundred fifty. You're right. Oh, seven hundred fifty. There's right. the so, list right there in the middle. Theft of property less than seven hundred fifty bucks. Driving with a license that's invalid. Theft of service less than seven hundred fifty bucks. Uh, contraband in a correctional facility is okay. Graffiti with damage less than twenty five hundred is okay. Criminal mischief with damage less than seven hundred fifty bucks is okay. And they're they're also on this. There's a, a, a well a complete ban on chokeholds. Uh, the shiny object limiting law enforcement on marijuana. Well, that's why they put it in there. Right. It's the only reason. That's the reason they put because I have I actually had a lady call me one day and she said. I want to vote for the marijuana proposition. Is it separate from all this other stuff? I said, right. no, ma'am. They put it together on purpose. Removing officers' authority to arrest for certain criminal offenses for sight and release. So, But they're going to put the marijuana thing out front. And and you know, and i got to make a copy of that just so I can. <laughs> you you know to. that um, they're also, because they tried this with the last charter, to phrase the ballot question in such a way it's upside down that if you vote no it comes back which as yes. you don't want that it's going to come back as a yes vote correct and so and we'll I will have the ballot I'll actually have the question right. on the ballot so I can read it to you on the air over and over and over again so you'll know exactly what it's going to say the other thing that's important on there at the very top of that piece of paper is a social justice director that will be over the San Antonio Police Department and each officer officer will have to second guess himself because what that how that works is the social justice person you he'll call you he'll go officer rima i need to visit with you in my office and you go to the office with the chief and the 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 social justice director then says well officer rima i know i'm looking over here you've arrested 47 hispanics this month five you know 52 blacks this month and only two whites now why is that why are you are you are you racist you you must be you know what you're a racist cop i'm gonna put you on probation we're gonna watch you and follow you so think about this so not only are a lot of crimes just going to be off the books as even being crimes but you're going to have police in the field in the community who are going to be are going to have a now another consideration. You got it. That's it. That's in, a, it. In, in a process of making decisions, which usually it. takes what seconds or, or half a second, half a, a second, life and death decisions. And now right. you got to think: Am I going to get hauled before the justice? You got it. 
person because of this? I can't draw my weapon on this guy because, man, the next thing I know, I'm going to be second-guessed. I'm going to go to the justice guy and all that You know what? If somebody wants to kill my family and a cop is able to intervene and stop that by putting him in a freaking chokehold, I'm all right with that. Absolutely right. These guys are trained. (laughs) They know what they're doing. But here's the bottom line, and I wrote it on that piece of paper. They're not trying to defund the police. Ron Nirenberg is for defunding the police. He said so. He called it his GD city. Right. And he raised his fist to defund the police, but he knows he can't because he knows business will get so pissed off at him if he tries to defund the police. But what it's called? Demoralize them. Yeah, they're leaving. Demoralize. They're getting out of copy because what's the point? Exactly. If I'm going to be questioned, if I'm going to be second guessed by somebody in some office somewhere, every time I try to make an arrest, and as you said, in a split second, I got to make a decision. But I got to consider that person's race. I got to consider is he transgender. Mm. I got to consider is this person a female? Female. I'm going to be called on the carpet for all these things. Well, hell, who wants to do that kind of right. job? And you're going to be called on the, on the carpet by non-cops, by law, non-law enforcement people. Right, right. You know, it'd be like somebody walking in here who's never sat before a microphone in their life telling us how to do this I show. I used that example with you yeah. last week when you I did. said, That's right. yeah. what if they set up a, a board? You were, you were at home when we had this conversation. Right. If, if they set up a board and every time we did a bit on the air or we did what we're doing right now, they called us in and they went, well, yeah. Sean and Trey, I got to tell you, y'all were this and that and the other. And, 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 couldn't and, and, do it. We couldn't do this couldn't job. Do, we couldn't actually physically do the gig. We would be sitting in here talking about recipes. Right. So think about how much worse it must be. Because we don't deal with life and death no, issues, that, they do that's my point. every single day. And and what's sad about it is that you, you most I believe most people who get into law enforcement are doing it because it's something they've always wanted to do. They believe in the rule of law. My brother in law is a prime example. You're good friends with him. All he's ever wanted to do in his life was be a police officer. Yes, sir. And a lot of them are that. Yes, sir. And they're getting out. They're retiring early, or they're just outright quitting, and they're going in the private business somehow. Retention at SAPD used to be well over 20 years. A lot of guys stay 26. Some say 30, but, you know, well over 20. It's down to five years now. It's sad. In Austin, this year alone, Austin, what are we now? Entering the third month of the year, they've already had 77 officers leave, and no more coming in. It's not like like they're being replaced. 77 have already left since the beginning of this year in Austin, and that's what Nirenberg is bringing Mm -hmm. to San Antonio. And I keep mentioning him. There's there's seven seven total on city council that are voting for this that want it to be done, but he's the leader of the pack, and he and the rest of them need to be voted off city council, but he needs to be voted off of city council and business people if you don't mobilize behind this and if you give money to him and if you give money to this charter when not if not if but when your business is ransacked when your business is vandalized when they come in and steal 750 dollars worth of stuff from your business Mm -hmm. time and time again when you have to hire private security with a canine to be inside of your business I don't want to read your complaining about it in the Express right, News. Right. I don't want to see you complaining about it on KSAT. You have an opportunity now to stop it, but you have to stop Nirenberg, yeah. and you have to stop this vote. you, you got to think beyond politics. Because, look, it, it, guaranteed, the people you just mentioned, Nirenberg at the head of the pack, th- they're thinking politically. <laughs> this, they, they don't give a crap about this city, very obviously not. And And furthermore, I don't think... Nuremberg is the leader of the pack. I think he's being led by people we don't well, sure. see behind sure. the scenes. Yeah.
And it sucks because you know what? That guy had such an opportunity. Oh, man. That guy could have been the greatest mayor oh. this city has ever he known. He sold out. He sold out, but that's exactly right. And I told him that one-on-one, face-to-face. Watch Castro, watch Hardberger, watch Cheryl Scully. They're going to run your world, man. And sure enough, he sold out to Mm. the far left. He had an opportunity. I had such faith, such hope. Such trust and such confidence in him early on. Yeah, me too. Young I guy, really believe you know, uh, young guy full of passion. Yeah, and uh, here we are. Here we and are. This is what we're we're actually. This yeah. is actually going to be on the ballot. Right. I mean, that's insanity. If you're a business owner, you're like sawing the the limb you're sitting on. You, we really are. You're yeah. cutting off your nose to spite your face. And here's yeah. the thing: if you want to know more information about this, go look up Prop 47 in California. Mm. All this stuff that you see in California right now with all the crime off the charts, the crap in the streets, all this stuff started when they passed Prop 47, and it's eerily similar to that, right? Oh, there. yeah. It looks just like that. So Just ask yourself, you, you, we're in the midst of this now on the path anyway, just ask yourself when you're driving around, you're seeing more dudes on the streets, you're seeing more garbage, Yeah. seeing more crime? Yeah. You want that taken to the 10th power? Yeah. <laughs> Support That's this crap. Right. River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Habercorn will get rid of your tooth pain forever. You don't have to spend all that money at the dentist every year, every few years, only to have it fail and go back. and go out of the cavity. i got to drill it again. i got to take the fillings. i got to do root canal. i got it. i got it. i got it. No, with dental implants from River City Oral Surgery, that's the solution. Dr. Mark Habercorn, he is an oral surgeon. He's a medical doctor. He offers direct patient care with prices that are listed right on his website so you know exactly what you're going to pay before you ever uh, make your appointment at River City Oral Surgery. And and these beautiful dental implants will outlive you. <laughs> you're going to be living with great teeth the rest of your life. They're going to look fantastic. They're going to feel great. And your sense of pride is going to go way off the charts because you're going to love your smile from RiverCityOMS.com and on the phone, 210-778-0002. AccuWeather, very warm today, and 90, going to be warm again tomorrow, but wind, 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 and a chance of storms in the afternoon with a high of 83, sunny and 77 on Friday, and a really nice weekend coming. Right now, it's 71 at KTSA. Good morning, major delays on the north side. We were just talking about weed pot. (laughs) It's pot talk. Say, say, say. You don't say. Say, say, say. Man, that's a trip on the way back machine. All right. We need something to lighten the load. Give me something because I, I, I get all wrapped up in this thing because I've been down this road before. Right. Man, and it's so, it, it's just, you know, so I need a, I need a little release. Can we talk about something else? We can. I mean, it doesn't matter what I it have is. something here that is deeply disturbing to me, but it might make you laugh. Okay. Might make the audience laugh. All right. Uh, after a nearly 10-year absence, the KFC Double Down is coming back to uh, stores. What is to, it? To the, to the uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken places. Uh-huh. You don't remember the Double Down? I don't. We, we aren't KFC people, but I really do like the extra crispy when I've had it. So I like to eat at the Shorshis. I go yeah. to the Shorshis and get my chicken and my pollo right. and fried okra. Exactly. Uh, but uh, the Double Down... Is a chicken sandwich, only there's no bread. It's oh, two cool. breasts of chicken instead of bread Beautiful. with some cheese and bacon in the middle. Are they big breasts? <laughs> Are there any other kind? Well, I'm I don't so know. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, they're, they're, 
<laughs> like, at, like at bushes. <laughs> when you go to bushes, <laughs> bushes has the biggest breasts I've ever seen. They're the really biggest one. breasts you've ever seen. Seriously, they are phenomenal. Well, I some of the places- love big breasts. Okay, and these are big breasts. Well, but, they, but instead of sandwich a bun, they have they they have chicken. <laughs> God, I hope the wife is still asleep. Uh huh. Um, but it's a sandwich, but right. there's no bread. It's chicken breast for That's bread. That's great. That's a great no, idea. That's disgusting. Why yeah, is that disgusting? Just, well, just eat What's a piece disgusting? Of, just eat a piece of chicken. What's disgusting is when a coworker peels the peels the breading oh, off. Oh, you know, okay, I'm never going to hear the end of that. No, oh, holy God, you're not. that was that's disgusting. Ten years ago, what it, what is good is look. I'm trying to do the whole breadless thing for you know. I'm doing this fella health thing, so I'm trying yeah, to do this. Certainly, this thing. looks like a really healthy thing to <laughs> well, eat. I mean, but there's no bread. It's, it's just no meat. bread, but it's just two big deep fried pieces I of chicken like, with some freaking cheese and look, bacon. And that good. Well, I don't yeah, know about the cheese and bacon the, thing, but you know, I mean, this you, you want some concrete yeah. in your arteries. That's what's going to do it. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. The double down. I just uh, yo yo. You know, you're gonna go big, go home. You know. So I really do like a lot of meat. You know. Yeah, and you like big breasts, uh, meaty breasts. Like they got they got them over at um at uh, at Twin at, Peaks. At, 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 no, <laughs> no, I guess they do. I don't know. Thank you. I'm here all week. They've got them over there at uh, Bushes. You go to Bushes, and they got the big ones. But you know the problem is. <laughs> It's too expensive. Chicken's gotten so expensive. God, it has, actually. high, man. It really is stupid. When Last you, time we went to churches, we noticed that the prices were up a little. You walk in somewhere, and you're paying $5 a breast? That's insane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, so that's 10 for two. That's 10 for two big breasts. Sand. It's crazy. <sighs> well, the double down is back. So just open the door. That's The double job. down is just open the door. My job is to open the <laughs> These door. These are a few of my favorite <laughs> things. Anyway. <laughs> So anyway, Double Down is back. If you Come want, on, man, I, I finally came around. Where to is the, that Kentucky Fried? Kentucky, I you know I never go to KFC anymore. I, I got one at the end of Gilbo. I never go, but I go to the churches. Never all the time. been Nancy's thing. Never right. been her thing. So we don't go now. Over here, there was a churches at Terrell Plaza in the middle of the parking lot that we went to two or three times a week when I was right. growing up. Right, it was churches for us growing up. It really was. We don't have churches near us, so we have bushes. So that's what I got to go. I for. could walk to my churches if I had to. Well, I love it, man. Yeah, having the churches right down the road. I, baby. If I had one near me, yeah. If I did, I would. I'm telling you. you I got Bill tell. Miller's, which I got Bill Miller's, which is how Bill Miller's began, by the way. Everybody thinks that Bill Miller's began as a as a barbecue joint. It did not. It, they started at, a chick, with chicken? Yes, sir. Oh, I didn't know that. Bill and his wife started as a as a chicken place on the on the southeast side. Right. And that's how they began it. And then they added barbecue later. I uh we got Chick fil A last night. I love my Jesus food. Yeah. I, I I do. I love Chick fil A. And that's love got Chick-fil-A. super expensive though, you know? It's a little pricier. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed all the prices on everything's just gone sky. Well, uh, again, who do we have to thank for that? Hey. <laughs> we'll do more of that in the next hour. Yes, yes. All right, I want to tell you about Amogee Bank. And my team, my bank, my family bank is Amogee Bank. They focus on families. They want your family to do well financially. And that includes, of course, your private family banking business. We all have to have a bank, right? And it just makes sense to have a great bank. And you can get to know the, the president of the bank. He's not hiding away in some ivory tower somewhere. It's not what David McGee does. He makes himself accessible to folks because he wants to solve your problems. And the same is true, and more importantly, the same is true if you have a family-run business. Like I told you, we have uh, Dream Departures Travel, 
and we focus on stuff like cruising and all that other stuff, and we have to have a great business partner to help us. And that's what Amogee is. They're a great business partner for families. When, when you feel like, you know, all the big corporations, they got all the access to all the monies and all the investors in Wall Street, and all that, what am I going to do? How do I compete against that? Amogee. <laughs> you call David McGee over at Amogee Bank or just walk into one of their branch locations, sit down, say, I got a, I got a business. It's a family business, and here's what we do, and can you help? And they can. I promise you, they can help you out. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hey, it's David Van Camp. I'm here with Dwayne. Canada think we're on the wrong side, Mr. Ryan. Starting oh, yeah. to think crime does pay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oregon is now working on a bill to pay the homeless people $1,000 a month and no restrictions. I saw that. You don't have to do anything. So, of course, um, I, I could go through the whole thing about you get more of what you incentivize, and, you know, mm-hmm. if you want more homeless, then you pay more homeless and all that kind of stuff, right? You start paying homeless $1,000 a month. What are you going to get? You get more homeless. I could go through all that. Uh, but it's looking good. In Biden's America, it looks good to quit work, go homeless, and commit crimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean... You know, uh, my wife was talking about. It. She spent a lot of years in retail, and 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 she was, you know, in the banking industry just a few years ago. And she said, you know, people will come to you looking for a job and say, but I don't want to work over so many hours because if I work over so many hours, I don't get my government check. Oh, it happens all the time. It's, that's been going on a long time. Yeah, or I live yeah, in, I, but I think it's even housing. more so oh, now. Sure, it is. because you look at the thing in Oregon. It's not just the homeless. It's people who are uh, rent oppressed, sure. who are having trouble paying their rent. Uh-huh. It's people above, beyond a lower, a certain income level, right? And it's not. It's a. Th- it's a thousand bucks a month. No strings no attached. No strings you attached at all. You don't have to do anything, man. They just send you a thousand dollars. That's it. You know, I mean, that's you're right. What's happened is that what's what used to be good and admirable is now bad and horrible. But what happens is, is just like the debt transferring, the student loan transferring. Right. It's not cancellation, right? People will say to me. So I had a guy say it this morning. Called in the show, the five to seven show, and he says. uh I'm glad you talked about that because I thought it just went away. I just thought it just poof that Joe is raising a magic wand and making, you know, student debt go away. Well, the same is true in this. People go, well, I don't care if they give them $1,000. It's not my $1,000. The hell it ain't. Exactly. <laughs> it is precisely your $1,000. Where the hell do you think they get it? You pay taxes, that's your damn $1,000. And your taxes go up, and then the price of everything goes up, and the next thing you know, everything is and more again, expensive. And what are we doing? We're buying votes again. Yes, it's of just course. about buying votes, man. If you can't see through that, I could sell you the World Trade Center for $8. <clears throat> well, somebody try to buy it. Now, look over here in San Francisco. <laughs> In San Francisco, they got that reparations committee. Oh, God, right. Every black person. Never is, any slavery in the state of California. Never. But, it was right, never legal. Yeah, right, right. But uh, now they want to give every black person, man, woman, and child, $5 million each, and total debt forgiveness. $5 million. And on top of the $5 million and the debt forgiveness, $97,000 a year income. They don't have to do anything. $97,000. I'd like that job. <laughs> Give me that job. 90K a year to do nothing? Who are these people who come up with this stuff, though? Where do they get these nut jobs, man? Well, we, we may not know, but one thing we can be certain of, if this were to pass, the population of Texas is going to get a lot bigger. Okay, so that brings us <laughs> that brings us to a discussion that in Don's on the phone. So I had this conversation with Don this morning. I'd like to have it with you if that's sure. okay. 
It's about the population of Texas. <laughs> right, okay. right. So we're dealing with I-35. They're about to lower the speed limit on I-35 between here and 3009, which is just, it's going to kill me because I, you know, I can't drive 55. I'm like Sammy Hagar. I cannot drive 55. I <laughs> no. don't care. My car idles at 55. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So anyway, they're going to drop it down to that. And I'm like, this is this is insanity. The problem is not the infrastructure. The problem is we have too many people coming here. We have too many people here. So and they're coming predominantly from California, yeah, from the liberal of, cities yeah, and states. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right, in New York, places like right, that. But right. predominantly, you're right, California. Right. So so here's what here's what I want to do. I, I want to build a wall around Texas, okay? <laughs> in in <laughs> fact, I, rock on. I want Donald Trump to build a wall around Yes. Texas, okay? And I want to handle Texas and new people coming here like when you go to a really popular restaurant. So what you do is the restaurant's packed. We're full. Texas is full. Nobody else can come <laughs> right now. So here's what we want to do. We'll set up a list, Okay. <laughs> And when when you want to come here, you put your name on the you list. You have to apply. You put your name on the list. We'll, we'll have yeah. a maitre d' at the at the entry. Oh, point. right. You put your name on the list, and we'll give you one of those little buzzers with lights on it. <laughs> and so, so when, <laughs> wait a minute, I see where you're going with this. When somebody dies or leaves, well, yeah, but but people don't leave Texas. No, they that don't. They got to die to leave right. Texas. Exactly right. So when somebody <laughs> dies, we'll buzz you. We'll buzz you, then you can come on in. <laughs> And and you can't vote for twelve years. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot vote. vote. That no. I would totally agree with. You cannot vote hey, for twelve. What, years. Which state was it that it actually? The, the, I think the governor proposed that if you come here, you do have to pay some money. South to Carolina, was it South Carolina, five hundred bucks. <laughs> That's a relocation fee. Like when you do your driver's license here, you've got to pay a relocation fee. All right. Well, do it over in South Carolina, five hundred bucks there, and 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 do it here. But I I say a waiting list, like at the restaurant, man. You you go to Texas Roadhouse, which you do. I do i love texas roadhouse a lot of times you got to walk up to the girl that's mm-hmm. sitting in the tower up there you got to put your name in and chomp down on some peanuts you got the the buzzer thingy that's in it. your weight there give you the buzzer with the lights on it i i i actually when i got here i i lived here for about six months and i started thinking i should be the last person they let in see they should have grandfathered me in and not let it well I'm glad they let Don Morgan in. Don Morgan is here. Right. But, I mean, I think the rest, I think they, we should build a wall, and that should be it. I think. Uh, well, look, we can a, let more build, people in. We, we could build a wall around Austin and uh, well, you know, yeah. a little donut hole there in the we state. You know, and let we, them, we, we need to shove it off into the browser. Yeah, let them be their own communist country. That's right. But here's what I'm saying about this, is that we don't want people bringing their California concepts to Texas. So we have to Texasize you. <laughs> so I just made that word up. So you got to have some time. You got to go to some college games. You got to go to some high school games. You got to realize what we're all about in Texas. A few rodeos. You got to do. And I'm not talking about the big rodeo downtown. I want you to go out to the rodeo arenas in the small cities, right? You should go to the Rattlesnake Roundup at least once. Absolutely, at least one time, probably more than that. You got to have a few trips to Fiesta for a Maria's tortilla. You got to eat some serious Mexican food. You cannot vote until you've been through all of that. Because <laughs> the way these people vote when they come here without experience and all that, they're screwing all that up. I, I got a bumper sticker in my car. Don't uh, California my taxes. Seriously. You know, and it's and it's it's insanity because I look and I've told you that I saw this very thing happen in Colorado. Of course you did. Yeah, in it's about happening nine here. years. Yeah, political dynamic of that entire state changed right. in nine years. Right. And it's happening here, and uh, I, 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 you know, the, why you would want to bring your politics with you when yeah. it's the very politics that drove you from that state. Well, that is the point. So, you know, all the Californians are going to Bernie, right? That's where they all are. 
<laughs> Bernie. And, and so Chip Roy goes up there the other day. Now, nobody's a bigger fighter for freedom in Texas than Chip Roy. No, I love Chip. Man. have he's him on great. the show all the time. Yeah. So he's up there the other day, and he had protesters show up. Texans, you don't protest Chip Roy. What the hell is wrong with that? That's a bunch of Californians that went to that rally in, in, in Bernie, and they're the ones who were protesting Chip Roy. That's why I say nobody votes until they've been here a dozen years. I concur. I think that's an excellent idea. Gotta It'll never some, happen. You got some barbacoa? <laughs> you got some barbacoa? Now, you got to have some menudo. Okay, hang on a second. <laughs> you got to have some menudo. Hang on a second. <laughs> you got to have some chorizo and egg. A Teresa and egg. I'll, and I'll hang on a second. Uh-huh. I, I, I am, am. I fully admit, and I don't crack on white people, but I am too Caucasian for menudo <laughs> and and the intestine thing. Okay, I don't eat right. the intestines. Well, but you worked your way in the other way, so you're you're full blooded. <laughs> I'm married into you're it. You're full blooded Texan. All right, you're not. Kinky said I was an honor. He deemed me an honorary Texan. There you so, go. Yeah. You're an honorary Texan, and uh, but we we have to really and, and folks, I do. I want to manage this like we manage restaurants. You may not come in until somebody leaves. <laughs> so here's your buzzer. We will buzz you when there's a spot. We got about a 30-year wait right now. I mean, you may want to consider Arizona or New Mexico yeah. if you're really hungry. Yeah, if you're coming on I-10, just keep going. There's water. You'll run into some water over there around Florida, but, you know, that's the way it goes. I think it's a great idea. Thank man. you. Out of my water softeners, speaking of water, they take care of your water, and that's really important for you and your family, right? Around our house, we... Of course, I, I drink a lot of water. I, I'm, I'm at about a, right around maybe a little bit more than a gallon a day. Uh, Nancy drinks coffee and uh, makes wonderful iced tea, and we cook with the water. You know, all those things. Everybody does it, right? But you got to have good, high-quality water, and that's what you get with Alamo water softeners. First of all, it's soft water, okay, because they got the best water softeners. And then they have the highest technology when it comes to filtration systems. Getting the contaminants out of your water, whether it's a chemical contaminant or something else that might be in the water, you want the best water for your family, don't you? Especially, especially if you got little ones running around the house, you're making formula with that water. You really want the best water, and Alamo Water Softeners has that for you. And right now, during the month of March, get $500 off when you buy one of their select systems from Alamo Water Softeners. Get a free water analysis today by logging onto their website, alamowatersofteners.com. I hear people say it all the time. 